Hi, Italy is world champion and this is Volleyball Explained podcast. As you can see, or if not, if you listen to this, uh, we are in a little bit of a different composition this time. I'm Bogdan, uh, Ron is here, but uh, our uh, tradition of Volleyball Explained podcast, but not this in this composition, uh, Piotrek Sikierski, thank you also, Piotrek, for being here. Thank you, Ronnie, of course, too. Thank you. Hello. Yeah, uh, of course, the topic is uh, is uh, self-explanatory, is the World Championship final, Italy's world champion uh, for a fourth time after 24 years, and uh, Poland didn't uh, succeed in, uh, in winning two in a row, just as uh, Italy before, and of course, Brazil. But uh, still, um, just several, just for a start, uh, your overall comment on the on the final. Uh, let's start with Piotr, even though I believe he's a little bit disappointed. He, you you <laughs> were there. You were there with the national team for a lot of time during the tournament. Yeah, that's right. So I have spent uh, three weeks with the, with the national team, which was a great privilege for me, and a great chance to see how the highest professional guys uh, are training. So yeah, of course. The, me and uh, I, I believe the whole self, the, the players also, they are just disappointed a bit. But uh, after a few few nights, few days, uh, I think they, they will feel better because, uh, yeah, the silver medal is also a great achievement. And uh, yes, of course, the, the we... <laughs> We have expected that uh, we're gonna win this, and I was pretty sure that after those two battles against Brazil and the United States, that uh, that uh, we're gonna face uh, all our challenges. But uh, yeah, to be honest, uh, yeah, hat off uh, uh, for for Italy because they they have shown uh, the best quality volleyball in this tournament. Yeah, and I believe we should also remind that Poland has played in the last four out of the last five finals. So uh, since uh, 2006, Poland has won two golds and two silvers. Ronnie? Yeah, well, uh, this is a remark remarkable achievement for uh, such a great nation in volleyball, you know, as for me... They have the best uh, facilities, the best um, TV production, the best fans. And yeah, it was a shame because I uh, I also thought that they were going to win this and, and pretty pretty easy. But at the end, uh, I think they kind of felt the pressure of being at home and Italy didn't did it back down because, you know, I, I expected that because they were young. At some point in the game, they will uh, start to uh, make a lot of mistakes, but uh, that didn't happen. And I saw that uh, one of the key players for uh, Poland didn't didn't have a good game, and you know who it is, uh, Bartosz Kurek. And the answer from the bench didn't was uh, anything special, as Kasmarek didn't uh, wasn't the the. The, the difference to bring that victory to Poland. So, uh, yeah, sorry for Semenyuk, Sliwa, who who had a tremendous tournament. Uh, Vinyak also, and, well, those guys, uh, 
being against Semenu received uh, awards. Uh, yeah, it was a shame. It was a, a historical opportunity to be the first country in the world to have four world championships. But I think that the, they are young, some of those players. Uh, the opportunity will eventually come again. I don't know if we'll be in four years from now, but uh, yeah, uh, I will. As a Cuban, I will have been pretty much uh, sad if, impartially, if Poland wins, because that means that they didn't need Lyon at at his side that time. But you know, uh, doesn't make me feel uh, happy either to see them lose. But you know, at the end. It only proves that it wasn't Leon's fault all those times that Polish media tried to uh, get the attention to him, uh, you know. So, uh, yeah, sorry for the loss, but uh, Italy is back on business again. Yeah, uh, they turned the clock back, as, as the English expression is. But before talking more in depth about the final, Let's uh, hear first the opinion of the very, very happy Nicola, Italy's world champion, and now Nicola. Well, guys, two days after the final, and I'm still trying to process what happened. Uh, I let you talk about the game itself and all the stats and things like that. I'll just have some consideration about Italy in general. First of all, wow. The guys have to prove that the goal of the Euro 2021 wasn't a fluke. We all expected a solid tournament, but very few of us thought they could lift the trophy. What's more impressive is how they played during the tournament itself. They didn't look like a young and foolish bunch of players going up and down during a game. Uh, they've been consistent throughout the tournament, keeping it at high level uh, every game. They played 25 sets lost just four and in three of those they led at least by one point uh, only the set lost to cuba in the round of 16 uh, they've never led that kind of performances have been possible only uh, playing like a team with everyone contributing once was romano once the wing spikers once the middle blockers as Giba pointed out before the final italy doesn't have a player that scored 30 points like it was uh, for Zaitsev, for example, in the past. Now they have multiple weapons, and so the distribution is uh, unpredictable. Um, I could speak hours talking about the players, especially the curious case of Romano with more caps in the national team than presence in Superliga, uh, but I just pay my tribute to Giannelli, rightful MVP of the tournament, Balazzo, who in the past month undoubtedly has been the best libero in the world and the lavia the unspoken hero dependable consistent and that played like a veteran uh, for basically every game in the tournament and of course a major tribute to the georgie who took a team after the disappointing olympics in tokyo and in less than one year led it to the european and the world crowns uh, he bet on a group and trusted them even when uh, he had to uh, make difficult uh, choices like excluding Zaitsev uh, at the training camp. He gave his team an identity and the confidence uh, they needed uh, to 
aim at big results. So uh, thank you, Fefe. Uh, we will build you a statue somewhere in, uh, in our country. One last thing I want to point out is the behavior of the Polish crowd in the final. That was outstanding and unbelievable. Uh, they, of course, supported their team during the game, but their respect, their tribute to Italy and its anthem at the trophy ceremony was massive and an example to follow and an inspiration for all the fans of this sport. Well, that's it. We were champs, baby. Back to you guys. Okay, we are back. Uh, and let's start talking about the final a bit more. I will try to explain my my position, uh, my opinion, why Italy won. Um, and then and then you can also add, for example, uh, uh, how, for example, Poland could have been better. But what is the most impressive part for me um, in Italy winning is they're playing their very young team. Actually, the 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 player. The oldest player is Simon Anzani, and he's 30 years of age. They're playing in a lot of patience, which is not that typical for a young team. They're playing with a lot of confidence. They're playing with a lot of composure. Uh, they have very nice percentage on high balls. And what impressed me, especially in the final, is their statistics. Firstly, they have uh, far less errors than Poland. Uh, and but also their efficiency of attack, especially the three main attackers, the three outside hitters, Davide Lavia, um, uh, Micheletto, and Yuri Romano. Uh, the, the latter actually was lost somewhere in Serie A2, and so now for a second year in a row, he's part of the national team. It's interesting that actually Romano has more games in the national team than in uh, Superlega, which is very strange. But all of them have a more than 30 percentage efficiency in attack, which is very, very impressive and actually is probably the biggest the biggest uh, reason for the win. And, uh, and of course, uh, last but not just not least, but probably on the top is Simone Gianelli. Uh, Simone Gianelli, we all know that he's a great setter, uh, that he's one of the best. But during this championship, and especially uh, in the last two matches, he proved that he's uh, for sure now the best setter in the world. Uh, when, uh, for example, Bruno Isaging, uh, Christensen, knows Christensen, as we know, uh, we don't have any more Tonuti on this level. Uh, Brizar is also... Uh, far from it. So, uh, at the time of speaking, at the time of this World Championship and um, several days after that, Simone Gianelli is the best setter in the world without any doubt. Uh, firstly, I would ask you, what do you think about this? And, of course, how Poland could have been better? For example, Wilfredo Leon, could he, uh, could he make Poland better? Because there are different opinions about it. Patrick? Uh, me, me first, right? Okay. Uh, yeah, so uh, about Wilfredo, so I, I don't think that I'm the right person to talk about it because uh, um, Nikola Grigic has chosen uh, the proper 14 people. We we, we have reached uh, 
the World Championship final, and uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure that Wilfredo wasn't uh, able to play on this uh, highest level. So yeah, I'm pretty sure that it it was the reason why he wasn't uh, there. But uh, yeah, the other players have shown, like Tomas Fornal, uh, that uh, yeah, that they can play on this level, and uh, yeah, can they can participate in this kind of uh, competition. So yeah of course uh we uh, we expect wilfredo in the top form in the next tournament and uh yeah we'll be happy to to get him back of course yeah uh, but it I, I think it doesn't mean that uh yeah he will receive the uh place in in uh in the in the rooster just like that yeah he he needs to fight like the other players and uh yeah you talk uh you told uh much about Italy, of course, they they have shown unbelievable level of uh, volleyball in the in the final. So I, I, to be honest, I didn't expect that, but uh, yeah, it's unfortunately me happened. neither. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, you, you you told about it, Gianelli, you told about Romano, Micheletto, and uh, Lavia, of course. But uh, yeah, the hidden hero for me is uh, Fabio Balasso. The uh both uh, he defended were actually yeah, uncountable so we could we, we couldn't get uh we couldn't yeah reach the court and it was uh, yeah from from the ground perspective from the perspective nearby the bench it was like hey how the hell <laughs> is he doing that yeah it was impossible so he has shown the uh yeah great approach and uh, so the quality, the quality, and I mean, I think that the main factor uh, was the balance of block and defense. So yeah, it was it uh, it was the reason why we have lost, I would say. So, but again, after words of Nikola Gibic, uh he said something like that: that uh, we are at the beginning of the road. Yeah, so. We are we, we have a completely new team without uh, the older players like Kubiak, Novakovsky, uh, and the others. So we have completely new team, and our goal is to reach medal in the Olympics in Paris. So yeah, so I think this is a good starting point, very promising because, uh, to be honest. Uh, none of the top teams uh, have reached uh, two medals in this year. Uh, ex ex uh, except us, like you, we have reached a bronze medal in VNL, and after yeah, one month we 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 got this silver medal, and I think it's uh, very promising for the next years. Ronnie, what do you think is this the reason for the progress of Italy? Because uh, they they won virtually everything in the last year in men, women, uh, boys, girls. Everything in all uh, age categories, uh, except the VNL in men, I believe. They are both European champion both in both uh, sexes. They are uh, U22, U21, U20, everything. Well, um, after 2016 Rio Olympics, uh, uh, the uh, FIPAP, the Italian Federation saw the opportunity to 
get back to war with uh, Velasco, no, and uh, but not for the senior uh, levels, but for the age category levels, no. Uh, he's a main supervisor. He is working or and selecting the best coaches uh, that he can, uh, that the federation can pay, and yeah, I mean. This is not a program of only one or two years. He has been there since 2016. Now we are six years after that that move, and we are starting to look up the results. Uh, they were well. Micheletto is a champion in all the categories. Also, Jakub Kohanowski. Uh, that's a interesting fact. Uh, if Poland would have won. Uh, also Bartosz Kowalek, who was in that generation of players that uh, dominate. Né? Uh, but yeah, uh, they they are uh, they have a good structure. Even in, uh, during the pandemic, they they didn't uh, stop training, uh, which was something that a few national teams could could afford, uh, probably. Uh, and this is the result of. Uh, years of works so uh, but by any means that that's uh, the reason why Italy won I mean they they could have lose versus France and the the speech would have been different at this point so uh, I think it was a surprise yes we, 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 we cannot say that oh I knew that Italy would have won now because this is a thing that lose the two uh, latest matches versus France trio and at the VNL, uh, we we saw a thing that that wasn't anything good like this World Championship. I will have to see if next year, uh, and in Paris Olympic, they could repeat this result. And of course, uh, if we're talking about young categories, you cannot say that Poland hasn't been nothing because they won last year U19. Uh, world Championship, and of course you you don't have Russia in the conversation. So uh, I think it has been a good year for Italy overall in in every aspect. But let's count count down. They are world champion, and also where was Poland four years ago, and nobody have them like favorites. And yeah, this volleyball, unfortunately, no these days. Uh, it, you have five or six countries that can win, relatively speaking, tournaments. Uh, you have Poland, Brazil, uh, France, uh, the Italy now, uh, Russia is banned, but who cares? Uh, and yeah, the competition is pretty even at this, at, at this moment. Uh, I didn't thought Italy was capable of, but they, they did it. Uh, so now you have to be more careful with with them, I have more more patience. They are not unbeatable, as many people has been saying. Now they they, they were the best team, uh, but you know, far from that. I think uh, it will be a a, a lesson for everyone. Uh, and for now on, Italy is back on business again. So yeah, and I I I I want to see Romano playing in the Piacenza because I think he's more like a. National team player than pro professional one. So, uh, uh, but for for Italy concerns, this is this is good. Yeah, the 
they they've got it from nowhere. I don't know, but yeah, it's a very it's a very strange situation with with the player not that not that uh, uh, not that popular before that. But let's share some words also about uh, the bronze medalists, Brazil, because I believe Brazil is an interesting case. Uh, they have some aging players, superstars like Bruno, like uh, Lucas, like Lucas, of course. Uh, Wallace. Wallace also, uh, who retired but is back from the beach for the tournament and wasn't his and retire again. Uh, they had a. Um, they had a uh, injured uh, for the most time Lucarelli. Probably with Lucarelli, uh, uh, they could have won the, the semi final. I don't know. Uh, and they have some players who, who are coming from the bench, but they are not that impressive, I believe, like Rodriguinho, like uh, Adriano. They are not on the level of Semenio, Korslivka, or Micheletto, or Lavia. The, the, for sure. I don't know what is the future of Brazil. Now for me, uh, sorry, I will start and then Piotr can continue this idea. Uh, for me, Brazil have pretty much uh, a big problem after Paris because uh, I'm pretty sure that Bruno, Lucas, Wallace is over now. Uh, Leal, those four guys will go. Uh, maybe Isaac. Isaac is not with the team right now, but uh, they they didn't lose because they didn't have a middle blocker. No, they lose because at some point there is only a dude that can score points and was Leal because Wallace was done in this game. And that uh, the thing that bothered me, pissed me off, is that the Brazilian fans and media are saying that because of Lucarelli got injured in the fourth set. They didn't won. I mean, Poland should have won this game for me in four sets. Easy. Because they were dominating in serve, defense, not so much at blocking, but in counterattacks, everything. But what happened? They, they uh, sh uh, show a little shaky in reception sometimes and give the opportunity to Brazil to come back. That shouldn't have been in the case, but you know, because they uh, uh, get access to the tiebreak, now the Brazilians thought that they could win the, the game, and who knows the World Championship. Uh, but the reality of this Brazil is that they are almost done. I mean, uh, like you mentioned, Adriano is not right there uh, soon. Rodriguinho is a player who has uh, 26 years old, a knee surgery, and he had uh, some problems with some, uh, uh, illegal substance, substance in the past. Who know, uh, I don't know the details, but yeah, every, uh, he has uh, he hasn't been so uh, let's see uh, uh, um, like uh, great career, you know. So they had uh, Douglas Sousa, who was okay in the in the previous World Championship, but now decide to. Uh, finish his national team career and some personalized issues. My point is, after Leal departures and those guys, who is gonna be the high ball spiker of Brazil? You don't have any. So it will be pretty damn awesome if Brazil get the chance to play after that, after those departures, 
uh, a, a tournament semi-final at this level again so uh, I don't know is their plan to uh, nationalize Lopez or any other Cuban because <laughs> I think this the it's a it's a fashion these days you know have a Cuban in your team but who, who knows what the future is I'm not talking about Poland because this was uh, Poland's Polish people are very proud of their of their players and they didn't need Leon in the first in the first uh, part but you know if you can come with him why not uh, but the Brazilians need more Leon than Poland needed Leon so uh, yeah uh, uh, for me they they are they are done and I want to see them in in the right place that they belong which is five six seven place in the world ranking you know competing but not for titles anymore uh yeah and they, and they are also not impressive in the young categories for example in u21 last year and u20 uh, argentina beat know. them yeah. argentina beat them. Yeah. <laughs> the the u21 team in some yeah. friendlies this uh, month last month sorry so they're so they're not that impressive so uh piotr do you do you have anything to add in this in, about brazil well uh actually before the tournament uh, many people said already that uh, the myth of the giant brazilians uh, yeah is gone so they are done and uh, yeah they don't win anything but to be honest they were few balls in in the in the final you know it was yeah. a tie break and uh, yeah but uh, yeah, I will agree with Ronnie that after Paris, they are going to have some rooster problems because they don't have uh, as many players as pawns, for example, at this uh, highest level to compete uh, against, yeah, for example, Italy or France. So it's going to be tough for them. But yeah, maybe some new talents will uh, will join uh, to Brazilian League. I don't know. I don't know the details, many details about uh, young Brazilian players, so I'm not going to comment it. Uh, but uh, yeah, the current rosters showed that uh, yeah, on the bench they don't have uh, uh, enough quality to compete at the highest level. So uh, yeah, after Leon's departure, they're going to have a problem. Yeah, so so this this is uh, we'll, we'll, this is something that uh, I will agree with, uh, Ronnie. Okay, and because of the fact that in the, the last podcast we talked about surprises, so I believe as as a finish of this episode of the podcast and overall impressions about the championship about the championship, let's talk a little bit about teams that could go up the rank uh, in the in the next years. Uh, the, probably Cuba, I don't know Turkey uh impressed also uh, i don't know if 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 what happened with ukraine is more a fluke but then uh then uh something uh for the future but okay let's start with piotr then uh, a, a team that surprised you and probably will go up in the in the years to come mm, yeah that's uh that's uh... because because we have some teams that we are predicting to be down with, for example, like Brazil, probably not, they will not uh, face each other, but still, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I think that Turkey has shown uh, 
the quality and uh, that the, the that the, the, there's a place uh, in the volleyball map uh, that we can invest uh, our money on. Uh, Cuba, of course, uh, will always uh, be dangerous because they are all the, the, the whole team is tall, they are strong, they jump high. So uh, I think uh, there's a potential in in that team, and uh, yeah, we're gonna see how the um, how the next tournament uh, will go for 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 them. Uh, what about Ukraine? Yeah, Ukraine also uh, has shown pretty pretty nice skilled volleyball, but uh, I think the the problem with Ukraine is that they are uh, dependent on uh, the one player, yeah, Potnitsky. So uh, they need like the Netherlands too. Yeah, awesome. sure. So I think they 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 need a a bit more players with with the uh, with the quality and they they can be dangerous of course so we have uh we had a, a friendly game before the world championship and we have played the five sets we have won three two but uh, still yeah everybody uh, uh everybody has expected that yeah it will be an easy game for us but it wasn't uh of course it was before the championship but still uh Mm. So I think the, the, these three teams uh, uh, are very uh, exciting, and uh, they, they they can they can show some uh, how can I say uh, dirty poles in the in the in the future. So uh, yeah, uh, actually in my mind I don't have any other teams. So yeah, let's go. Let's roll up to Ronnie. <laughs> Uh, my question is to Piotr, why you didn't mention Japan, for example? I know they are short, they are not the typically, you know, uh, standard for a volleyball player. But mm -hmm. I mean, they they put in serious problems uh, France, for example. Uh, Nishida is only 22, I believe. Of course, you have to come if Ishikawa will be there. He's 76, uh, 7... 26 sorry uh, mm -hmm. but they 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 were impressed of course they are still some details in that Japan national team they need to play at 110% the entire game to be able to beat uh, a tallest and technical team like you know maybe Italy they they beat them at the VNL this year 3-2 and of course France they beat us easily Cuba I mean Cuba is backing starting to back now to the first order of competition we won the challenger cup next year we'll be playing at the vnl with the other big uh, teams uh, and it's a team that needs a lot of work because you can not only win uh, scoring aces and jumping high you need to use your head which is a thing that cubans usually don't use too well uh we only base our game in in spy car and that's it uh we we give a pretty damn battle versus brazil on the first day then the third and fourth set were nothing like they 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 were better than us and that's that was the real difference between cuba and brazil then cuba tried using their their strengths again uh, in service to win the match but 
wasn't uh, enough and with Italy also uh, we had it in the third set and we lose 26-24 uh, uh, I'm not saying that we can beat those teams next year it will take some time I, I think uh, two, three, four years maybe to be at the, at the same level I mean we can win a game but not enough to win tournaments and of course, Ukraine for me was um, uh, more like uh, a country pride reason, you know, because they are suffering the, the, the war and they feel the, 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 like the obligation to, to play better than they usually or normally do. Uh, mm, you mentioned Piotr, you mentioned Plonitsky, of course, but also uh, the opposite Tuchil and you know uh, Semenyuk, the, the the middle blocker, uh, who normally doesn't show up, you know, but this time for Ukraine they did it, and they won a set versus Slovenia. But for me, that's not a team that you can see in the next year performing well. I will bet more, like Piotr mentioned, uh, Turkey, because they have uh, like four guys, uh, oxide heaters that. that uh, alongside Laguncia that can be the, the difference in the years to come of course they need to be healthy because uh, they didn't have F.P. Mandirachi who is a, 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 a wonder kid in, in, in Turkey he injured his knee and didn't also have F.P. Bayram who will gonna play in Verona I think Verona? No, Cisterna? No, no no, no, it's not her. Uh, in Cisterna, sorry, and yeah, and they are, they have uh, also the uh, Adis Lagunsija brother, Mirza Lagunsija, who is uh, another uh, young talent. Uh, those three, four things, I mean three, because I I don't count Ukraine, uh, can be in the next uh, year high in the rankings. Others, not so much, like Serbia like Argentina, uh, those things are, uh, let, let's, let's keep the, okay, sorry, I always, uh, no, 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 I, 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 I meant Bulgaria also, that's why I do it, uh, uh, but of course, of course, we have, we have a talented generation, you, you 20, whatever, you 20 now, but uh, yeah, we lack some, some positions, so for, for now, I'm not sure, we can develop that that well but still my my guesses are also cuba if cuba improves tactical uh, decision making and working in terms of tactics and of course if cuba uh found uh, finds a better better setter because the setters of cuba are uh, just not uh, on the, on the level of world championship uh, and at this level i believe uh, secondly, uh, Turkey, as you mentioned, also because I also I believe I mentioned in the previous podcast that Turkey is working very, very professionally uh, and uh, the results are uh, already already here. Uh, and uh, and my third guess, of course, it's, it's Japan. I'm not that acquainted how the, the youth uh, generations are developing in Japan. But they have a pretty young, uh, young and talented squad, so so they can develop uh, for sure better and uh, and have a even better place in the. I will, 
at, at least for example at least for example in top uh, in top eight uh, next time for example. i will only want to add one thing i don't know if is any any interest in poland to move wilfredo leon to position two because i think with the aging of kurek and the uncertain level that kashmari can bring sometimes Oh, oh, uh, I mean, uh, yeah. you, you, you need to keep your highball uh, player uh, at, at, I mean, at, at the best uh, rate possible. And I think the Poland problem wasn't the oxide heater this time. Uh, and it's a shame because I think Sliwa and Semenu have better passing skills than Wilfredo. You need to take one of them to put Wilfredo in system. So I don't know if uh, there is the chance to move Wilfredo to position two and he uh, keep the high ball uh, uh, in, in, in a good spot. I mean, he have a pretty good serve for me, better than Kurek. And uh, yeah, but this is a, this is a, a, a thing after Kurek retires or maybe he, he can start Training that in 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 uh, I believe is Spala, right? The, the the national team center. Yes. Uh, so uh, yeah, that's a that's a idea. Maybe Gerbic thought on that. Maybe he proposed <laughs> Wilfredo that. But who knows? Who will gonna? Who, who was gonna be? What's gonna? Be? I, I I don't think it's gonna happen to be honest. <laughs> okay. I, uh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, Kira. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I just just answering Ronnie. I, I think that Vilfredo uh, will say as an outside heater, and uh, yeah, I think we uh, we currently we got planned till Paris, and after Paris, uh, we're gonna talk again probably about the about the rooster. But uh, yeah, I think the so closer for me it's, is to play with the three outside heaters. Uh, like uh, Sognal, I don't know, Semenu Leon or Schlifka. Yeah, we got plenty of players. Maybe not plenty, sorry. We got around five, six players on the top level. They can be in the, yeah, the rooster, the main rooster. So I think, uh, yeah, we can't forget that uh, Kaczmarek is uh, double, uh, yeah, Champions League uh, winner, so yeah. he he. I think he he just need uh, he just needs uh, some some times on the on the on the on the court and uh, yeah and that's it. So we still got the Butrin and the Muzai in the back. So I think uh, we don't need to move uh, Vilfredo to position two, but yeah. So we got coach, so he he's gonna decide. <laughs> Okay, so I believe we can wrap it up here. Thank you again for your contribution. Uh, uh, we will see each other very, very, very soon. Of course, uh, thank you again to all the listeners and spectators for watching or listening to us again. Uh, it, was, it was a real pleasure to, to have this analysis about the World Championship. And, uh, of course, for uh, volley time, in Facebook for Cuban Spike for Volleyball Explained. Thank you again uh, and bye-bye until the next time. All right. Thank, Thank you, you very much. Bye-bye.